0: Peace to you all who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. This morning we'll consider the Gospel according to St. Luke, the 12th chapter beginning with verse 22 as follows. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life what you will eat, nor about your body what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these. If then God so clothes the grass which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. This is the word of God. In the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who commands us and enables us not to worry, dear friends in Christ. Not to worry, familiar expression. Advice that's often given, seldom followed. It's ironic that this upcoming holiday season between Thanksgiving Day and New Year's Day, is often considered to be the most notoriously stressful and worrisome time of year for many people. But it shouldn't be for Christians. In fact, in the passage I just read to you, Jesus not only advises us not to worry, he actually commands us not to do it. He gives his disciples and us at least three terrific reasons to, in the words of our theme, not to worry. Why not? Because worry is senseless, worry is useless, and worry is needless. First place, worry is senseless, and for the clearest evidence of that, Jesus says, all you have to do is look around you in the created world. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Consider the ravens, Jesus says. Look around. Stop your fretting and hand-wringing for a moment and just ponder this about these birds. In Jewish thought, the ravens and crows and jackdaws, they were considered the lowest form of birds. They were seen as useless. Uh, Other birds could be eaten, but not the raven, because they were scavengers. And what about them, Jesus asked. They don't run around worrying about crops or harvests or bank accounts, or insurance policies. We often criticize people who live from one paycheck to the next. But look at these birds. They literally live from one mouthful of food to the next. And do the ravens and the crows starve? Look around campus. We've got plenty of crows. They don't look to me like they're starving. Why not? Because, Jesus says, your heavenly Father feeds them. And of how much more value are you to God than the birds? Secondly, worry really is useless. Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Can you add six inches to your height by worrying about it? Can you add even the smallest amount of time to your lifespan by worrying? No, in fact, the opposite appears to be true. A few years ago, a medical study found that large amounts of stress and worry in a person's life can actually damage his DNA. Far from adding to a person's life, researchers found, worry and stress actually can take as much as four to eight years off the average person's lifespan. So worry is really worse than, uh, worse than useless. It's counterproductive. In Christians especially, worry often amounts to a lack of trust in God. Constant faithless worry, we have to admit, is a sin against God. It's failure to trust in God. We need to repent of that, seek God's forgiveness for it, and banish it from our lives. And that brings us to the main point of this passage. We've seen that worry is senseless and that worry is useless. But really for a Christian, worry is needless. It's an even better reason not to worry. Jesus assures you that your father knows that you need all these things. God is omniscient and almighty and full of love, especially for you, his dear child. What man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Next week, of course, we observe our day of national thanksgiving, and it's a great opportunity for us to concentrate on all the wonderful gifts our Heavenly Father bestows on us material gifts, certainly, the warm and comfortable homes that we have to live in, um, the massive variety of fresh foods that. God gives us to eat and a myriad of luxuries that are so common now that we take them for granted. Even more, we thank God for the blessings of family and friends and loved ones and the fellowship of your fellow Christians here at Emmanuel. But the greatest blessing, the one that truly casts out all worry and fear, is the gift of God's Son. Soon we'll be entering the season of Advent the season when we once again invite the Christ child into our hearts by faith. And we're reminded that where we were weak, Jesus was strong. Where we have sinned and fallen short of God's righteous requirements, Jesus stepped into our place and earned for us a perfect record of righteousness. And finally, when nothing else would serve but that the blood of God's Son must be shed, the Father sacrificed his Son. Jesus took upon himself our guilt and died. The Lamb of God took away the sins of the world, including your sins. Not to worry. Your sins are paid for. Not to worry. The price of your redemption has been offered and accepted. Not to worry. Heaven now belongs to you on account of the blood and righteousness of Christ. Paul asked that question that needs no answer. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? Robert Jones Burnett was a famous American humorist who died in 1914. He once said, there are two days in the week about which and upon which I never worry. Two carefree days, sacred and free from fear and apprehension. One of these days is yesterday, and the other is tomorrow. My Christian friends, our God is the God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We can safely put our entire future into his hands. We can cheerfully follow his advice when he tells us not to worry. The evidence of nature tells us that worry is senseless. Our own human logic tells us that worry is useless. And finally, the Holy Scriptures promise us that with God as our Heavenly Father, all worry is entirely needless. May God grant to all of us this year a truly bountiful and worry-free Thanksgiving. Amen. We'll conclude our worship this morning with stanzas one and three of hymn 36.